comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. This is Half Hour Weekly. First up, the news, weather, and sports news you rely on. We keep it real. And finally, we interview a true Marvel Comics legend. All that and next on Half Hour Weekly. From the internet to your ear holes, this is Half Hour Weekly. With Bradley K. Milo, Frank A. Rincon, and William J. McGonnell. And now, here are your hosts, Bradley K. Milo, Frank A. Rincon, and William J. McGonnell. Gentlemen, good to see you here on Half Hour Weekly. Episode 3 of Half Hour Weekly, rolling right along. Good to be here. This is going to be a great show. We have some exciting stuff lined up, but why don't we start off with the news. The news. The news. The news. Dateline December 2nd, Auburn, New York. A central New York man faces prison time after admitting he threw flaming marshmallows at his neighbor's house. 18-year-old John Munger pleaded guilty Thursday in Cayuga County Court to third-degree felony arson. He admitted tossing the blazing balls of sugar at a gas meter on this side of his neighbor's house. Although the meter wasn't seriously damaged, Munger admitted that it could have been. In a plea deal, Munger will also plead guilty to violating his felony burglary probation by getting convicted of arson. He faces two to six years behind bars for the arson and probation violation. Sentencing is scheduled for January the 12th. Dateline, December 7th. Celebrities are having a harder time staying on flights this week than the Indianapolis Colts are at winning games. After country musician John Rich was booted off a Southwest Airlines flight Sunday for allegedly getting involved in an altercation with other passengers, Alec Baldwin got the hook from an American Airlines flight Tuesday, apparently due to his addiction to the game Words with Friends. His spokesman told CNN he loves Word with friend so much that he was willing to leave a plane for it. The spokesman did not confirm whether or not Baldwin was forced to leave the flight because he insisted on messing with his phone when the crew told passengers to turn off devices. Apparently Baldwin wasn't the only one who didn't feel like putting his phone away because a Twitter post from another passenger quoted in the story said the plane had to return to the gate so Baldwin could be removed from the flight. American Airlines declined comment. Baldwin's own explanation about the situation through a tweet was, flight attendant on American reamed me out for playing words with friends while we sat at the gate, not moving. Hashtag, no wonder America Air is bankrupt. That's the news, and now it's time for the weather. Spring weather can change from calm to severe in an instant. Rely on the experience of the First Alert Storm Team, the most knowledgeable meteorologist, the most advanced forecasting tools, the most experienced meteorologists. Weather. It's a lot like Santa Claus. It knows if you've been naughty or nice, and no matter how hard you try, you can't hide from his stern and knowing eyes. He's always watching. Kind of creepy if you really think about it. This week's weather trend to watch is humidity. Just like a ghost, humidity can be seen, but only if the conditions are just right. But this damp specter doesn't leave ectoplasm on the walls, like in that documentary Ghostbusters that they show on TBS all the time. Instead, it leaves moisture in the form of beads of water. Also, like a ghost, it can cause your hair to stand on end and turn that hairdo into a hair don't. And much like a crazy girlfriend, too much exposure to humidity 
will make your life and social gatherings miserable, but not enough exposure will make your life boring. Those are trends to watch. And now for sports. Williams Sports Explosion. Welcome to the Sports Explosion for the week of December 11th, 2011. In college football, the Montana Grizzlies advanced into the NCAA Football Championship Subdivision Semifinals on Saturday. As the clock wound to zero, their victory was punctuated by the running back unsheathing an imaginary sword and running his quarterback clean through the chest, causing the quarterback to fall to the ground and the running back to mock clean his foe bloody saber. There hasn't been an incident this outrageous in the NCAA since the creation of the NCAA Football Championship Subdivision, a set of schools that are too small to play for the mythical national championship, the NCAA's Football Bowl Subdivision, insists is in line with the wishes of fans, players, and coaches. Here's the hook. Old Dominion, Norfolk State, and Lehigh are okay to play a five-week playoff bracket, but there's no way we could possibly impose upon our student-athletes at LSU, Alabama, Notre Dame, or Ohio State to miss that much class time. Please write your local athletic director and thank them for keeping the academic schedules of the good teams as clear as possible. After all, there's nothing like a major in physical fitness and a minor in date raping to prepare these brave men for a post-graduation life off the gridiron. On a side note, Las Vegas bookies have installed the Grizz as 117-point underdogs in a virtual loss to Stanford, the imaginary number four seed, and a potential playoff bracket with teams big enough to sit at the mommy-daddy table at Thanksgiving. Sports Explosion! In Florida, a cheerleading coach was sacked from her day job because her night job was waitressing at a Hooters. Self-respect issues notwithstanding, if Hooters would start serving a wider dessert menu like, say, cherry pie, there would be a more obvious and lucrative corporate synergy between high schools and the food service industry. Sports Explosion! Have you wrapped up your first round fantasy playoff win yet? If not, you're actually going to tell me you consider yourself a man? Remember. Other people love to hear about your fantasy football team, especially chicks and your boss. So go get them, Tiger. Oh, and don't forget to monitor the convalescence of Big Ben Roethlisberger. Despite the fact that he seems to have more sexual assault complaints than Herman Cain, he good. And that is your sports explosion for the week of December 11th, 2011. We'll get real after these messages. Hi there. I'm Bill from Half Hour Weekly. And your wait is over. Now you can take control of the voice. That's right. Here's how to be the first on your block to get your new answering machine message or just a shout out to a colleague or a lover. Email bill at halfhourweekly at gmail.com and let the voice know what you want the voice to orate. And I can't do this all day, but for the next 30 minutes, you can choose from the following bonus voices. Confused old lady. What? Game show host. Reserved British man. Excited British man, governor. All say. Steve Martin's French accent. Tommy Chong, man. Radio announcer. Stone British admiral. Guy in dark alley wearing trench coat. Middle class British woman. Uh, Reverend Jim. Larry Flant. And many more. So don't be shy. Order now. And remember, Half Hour Weekly is a proud member of the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Mm. So we got. Uh, this is not the same it, old thing. Yeah. That are we, we gonna keep it real, guys? Last night. You bet. Keeping it real. Or however that lyric goes. You dreams of your ticket out. Is that that what lyric is more uh, convoluted Let's than uh, than back. than the bridge to uh, Rocket Man by Elton John. Where the names of all changed. Or is that the chorus? The Sorry, I've had a couple of beers now. Welcome back, hotter lyrics. Um, you know. I just I want to say before we start that 
I'm truly excited about not only uh, the rest of the show we have lined up, but just this whole direction in general we're going. I mean, sure, it was rammed down our throats by corporate, um, and it's a hell of a lot more work. Um, we don't have time to do more than one show a week anymore because, frankly, we're, we're putting, what, you figure 20 hours a week or so into this? Easily. And yeah. Editing takes up a lot yeah. of time. And we're not getting paid for it. Pre-production. So this is truly a labor of love. Uh, there's just been a lot more labor uh, than love lately. And I actually um, got a... It's more it's more a labor of like at this point. I actually got a full-time job now, so that oh, takes up a lot of my time. Oh, yeah. yeah so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, um, Brad oh. doesn't want to tell the audience this, but he is now the presidential joint chief of staff. I am. So, For Herman uh, Cain, is that right? Have you guys seen? Yeah. The, um, <laughs> so it's a temp job. Have you guys seen the new bad lip reading video of Herman Cain? Uh, no, yes, I dang have. it. It's it funny. Wonderful. It's funny. We'll, we'll, I'll show you. After. It's better <laughs> than the Rick Perry one, actually. Uh, have you heard the new Rick Perry real ad? Yeah, about being a Christian and, oh my and gays in the military and, and stuff. There is nothing wrong with being a Christian. Neither is there anything wrong with gays in the military. There is and a. I'm about to get an email. I figure there's a response <laughs> uh, video to that. I don't know who produced it, but it's about atheist and it's I very think funny. There are several response videos to that. Um, we started this show because we loved comic books and like talking about them. Yeah. So recently, uh, they released the list. This is a heavy comic book show, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since we've done one of these. I'm, I'm, I'm it feels good, to be back it? to our roots. It feels good. Um, but to do it in a more professional, organized manner. Diamond Comics recently released, in fact, it may have been yesterday they did it, uh, the full listing of publisher offerings for 2012's free comic book day. Yes. Which this year is May 5th. It's always the first Saturday in May. Is there, uh, a, is there, a, uh, is there a movie that opens on that day? I'll do a quick Google. Last, didn't. Last year wasn't on Free Comic Book Day. Isn't that when Thor came out? Um, the first boy, weekend. It, was, it could have. That could well have been uh, somewhere right around it. Um, of course, the movie opened on a Thursday night, and Free Comic Book Day is on a Saturday, so um, it wouldn't have lined up exactly. But yeah, the Avengers. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, the Avengers. Yeah. May is 4th. that gonna, Oh wow! So we're gonna go see the Avengers uh, here in about uh, five hey, you months. You know what? Um, you know what? Yeah, you're right because that is also the date of the um, the next Comic Geeks Big Super Show <laughs> is ah. is May fifth and sixth. Really, Saturday and Sunday. Okay, uh, on Free Comic Book Day because I remember somebody on on their boards was talking about. Actually, it might have been on their show. One of them might have said, uh, "Hey, that's the same weekend the Avengers opens." So, so maybe, will people bring Free Comic Book Day to the uh, the I hall? Don't know. I'm not sure. The hall of the Super Show? I'm not sure how that works. It'd be, it'd, well, because clearly those guys are going to be able to go out and score the free comic book, so hopefully someone's going to bring it to them. Yeah, and it's, you know, and, and the whole deal behind it is to promote comic books, right. you know, to the to people who who don't necessarily uh, read them on a regular basis. Yeah, what's so, interesting. And these shows do that. They bring in people who don't normally yeah. read. I got a, uh, a breakdown by a, a comic company of uh, all the titles that are coming out. And it's interesting, uh, I guess not terribly surprising, but Marvel and DC are both putting out one comic, well, that's, period. Well, that's tr <laughs> traditionally what they've done. Well, uh, last <laughs> year uh, they put out, um, what was it, a, a Green Lantern comic? But it was, a sucker was a, that issue was a couple of years old, I think. Oh, no, they came out with or the was predecessor <laughs> to Brightest Day, wasn't it, last year? I don't remember, but typically... yeah. Okay, I, I was going to say typically. 
But, I mean, you know, honestly, they don't need to promote themselves as much as the other guys. I almost sometimes. wondered if that was a leftover from a year or two before, maybe, that they hadn't gotten rid of. Well, in the, in the last few years, Marvel, some years, Marvel has put out a, a fresh new story. Yes. And sometimes they've put out a reprint. Well, I don't know if you can tell me if this is going to be new. It, it sounds like it is, but the one Marvel offering, um, which ties in very neatly with the uh, the movie offering, is uh, Avengers 12.1. That will be your Marvel-free comic. Yeah, that's the recent Avengers 12.1 that came out that okay. Bendis wrote and Alan Davis drew. Okay, yeah. so it's it's not a newbie then. No, it's not. All right, because it says here, start reading this point one issue, prepare for the upcoming high-stakes Avengers event with a battle between the Avengers and the Intelligentsia. Right, that's... The um, return of S.W.O.R.D. and the disappearance of Spider-Woman. Uh, last year, uh, Green Lantern Flashpoint Special Edition okay. is what uh, DC came out with. Yeah, but that was like a rerun. And Captain mm-hmm. America and Thor, The Mighty Adventures, was Marvel's. Yeah. I think that... And they had like a Captain America and Nova or something. They had like an Iron Man and Nova. It seemed like they had two I or three of those where they had two stars, but it was kind of cartoony, almost a Marvel Adventures kind of take on it. Well, I know in the last couple of years they've had... Um, I'm thinking of something they had that was a, a new story. And okay. It was one of those smaller, not it was in between di- digest yes. and regular comic size. I know what you're talking about. But um, that's not a bad size hey, unless they want us to pay four bucks for it. I want to ask, and maybe maybe listener knows, but um, you know they have gold and silver level I offerings. Do you guys know what that? What I that did not all about? That understand that. Golden level. Gold yeah, and gold and silver sponsors. Um, for the oh. like the different. Um, like for instance, Gold Comic Books, uh, DC, Dark Horse, uh, and IDW, Image, and Marvel, amongst others, they're in the gold level. Uh, well, you know what? Now that I'm looking, they they also yeah. Have I'm looking at those the gold right now. There might be a silver. Those companies Marvel also comic. have silver comic books. See, I'm not sure what gold, silver, what the level is when it says level. It, what somebody help? What the heck does that mean? Because the number one reason to get to the store, uh, okay, yeah, um, um, DC is putting out a Green Lantern slash Young Justice uh, comic. Um, otherwise, uh, DC was putting out nothing but DC Comics, the new Fifty Two FCBD edition. And they need to stop using uh, filthy acronyms like that. The new 52 number one. I guess that's a summary of... It says here, the new 52 took the industry by storm. Now get an exclusive look at what's happening in 2012, written and illustrated by today's top creators. And the cover is uh, the Trinity, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. I guess, you know, in the long run, it really doesn't matter what... It's not Jim Lee, but it's someone who's aping Jim Lee who who draws the cover. I guess it really doesn't matter what the uh, uh, gold and silver. I'm I'm reading that right now. I'm on their website, which is, they say, which comics are available? Each year, the comics offer and change. Click here for a list of this year's gold and silver comics. Yet again, it doesn't explain what that means, but this is on their site. uh, Gold makes you think prestige. Silver makes you think not as prestigious. Um you know, the the major companies are going to be the more sought-after ones. You know, I always hear that the Bongo Simpsons one always does. That one goes really fast. That's a fan favorite. The gold offering, like Bill said, from DC is DC Comics, the new 52, number one. 
their silver offering is uh, DC Nation, Green Lantern, Young Justice, like some animated. It's the animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the Marvel gold offering is that twelve Avengers 12.1, and their silver offering is uh, Spider-Man Season 1. And oh, cool. I, I don't know what that is, but... And I like, again, you know, does it really matter? I don't know. Well, and honestly, the uh, the silver uh, issues interest me more. I, I it it says here um, uh, the silver list is larger than the gold list, but because they're silver level and often smaller companies, print runs on these will be smaller. There you go. Possibly that has something to do with it. Maybe it's the print run. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wish I knew. Um, I, I wish I knew we were going to talk about this. Would have actually. Uh, I see. Done some research on it. I see one here that I'm That's interested. That's not very professional of me. Liquid, it's a silver offering. Liquid Comics uh, 2012 free comic book day. Dinosaurs versus Aliens. Oh, I thought you were going to uh, say the graphic Elvis preview. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not an Elvis guy. Dinosaurs versus Aliens, is that a sequel to Cowboys versus Aliens? I don't know, but I'm I'm digging that cover. Yeah. You know, I, I, I do want to encourage people, too, who, uh, who you know, as fans, we usually go out and get Oh, these. gosh. Maybe I've spoke too soon. What's that? Um, it's Barry Sonnenfeld's Dinosaurs vs. Aliens, written by Grant Morrison. I guess that means I'm oh, going to enjoy it. Yeah, so, no, that means I'm going to definitely enjoy it. That'll be the second best comic book uh, released. But uh, the one thing I normally do after I get my comic books and read them is I usually just leave them out. So I usually go to a coffee store or somewhere else because these are free comic books. And, right. You know, they're, they're meant to be promotion and maybe someone else will get out of it. You know, unless you're an avid collector, but... You know, I, I would encourage you after you're reading it, you know, go somewhere and just leave it where someone might find it just so they can enjoy it, too. Share the, <laughs> share the I've lot. done that before. Yeah. yeah. There's this uh, Star Wars from Dark Horse on the cover. Anyways, it's uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca. I'm in. Chewbacca. Chewie. It's now, a, there that's is actually a, a flip book, Star Wars and Serenity flip book. Now, there is a Dune comic bill. Hey, why'd you? Boom Entertainment. Dude, hey, you're, man, you were stealing my thunder. Well, no, I'm Where, giving you a segue. Is that a segue. silver, That's that a silver offering? A segue. It is a silver offering. And what that, company? And this is not a big surprise. That is going to be the number one comic uh, this May. Boom. Um, boom Studios. Um, written by Brian Herbert and Kevin J. Anderson. So uh, this is very a, interesting to me. Cool cover. Uh, those are the guys, not to get off on a rant here, but. Uh, Brian Herbert is obviously Frank Herbert's son, and Kevin J. Anderson, uh, many of you recognize his name from Star Wars yeah. uh, novels and the like. Um, I consider Kevin J. Anderson to be a good but not gifted uh, writer. And uh, in any case, those two guys teamed up to do the um, the prequels and the completion of the Dune saga. Um, Frank Herbert, in a very J.R.R. Tolkien way, um, they discovered notes that extensive notes he had about the universe of Dune and the completion of the saga, which uh, Frank did not complete uh, with his sixth book uh, as he died in 1986. Um, but uh, these guys came in and they wrote a couple books to finish out the story. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, these guys are uh, coming back. Um, this will serve as an introduction to the Dune universe for fans. Uh, and uh, new readers who, and I cannot feel more sorry for you, who are not familiar with the rich Dune mythology. Um, this will be a must-have precursor to the epic launch of the adaptation of Dune books from Boom starting in July. And it makes me wonder if they're going to start at book one, um, Frank Herbert's original Dune book one, which is probably where they're going to start. Um, because chronologically, 
there are now uh, six books preceding Dune. Prequels? Yes. Hmm. There, there are two trilogies that, uh, that precede uh, them. Uh, one of them is the classic uh, 30 years before the book, and the second one goes way back into history and explains all about the, uh, the robot wars and the Butlerian Jihad and all that stuff. So, so who That's should awesome? So, who should go to Free Comic Book Day if you're not a fan? Like, who would you encourage to go? Every to listener take? out there, I'm looking at you. Look <laughs> back at me and listen and pay attention to my voice when I say I'd you're, say you're, you, you're the one. If you have kids, kids, go and take them. I mean, what my, about my uh, what about your enjoy. girlfriend? You have a girlfriend and. You kind of want to get her exposed. Do you think this would be a good time to what take if, her or to show I think her something? What if about if you actually got a supermodel to uh, go out with you and you want to impress her? <laughs> would that be a good place to take her? Absolutely. I think so, too. Absolutely. You could pick yeah. up, uh, your friends would be impressed. Well, you could pick up uh, you know, a Dungeon Master's Guide while you're there, which is also quite impressive. Well, because I see like I see things like Buffy and Mouse Guard. Like I could see okay. uh, a female kind of getting into those. Well, two. and I, Burt Ward, Boy Wonder Number One. I could see. I it, would also you know. carefully <laughs> choose which comic book store you take her to. Um, you okay. could take them. I would not take a girl to Madness. Really? Yeah, because what? Just because it's a game dungeon? Yes, and the gamers are creepy. Yeah, but you know what? If they keep that dang store open um, and fend off the uh, the inevitable demise of uh, print comic books or the niche uh, comic books going from a mass market thing to a niche publication, then uh, you know I'm more power to it. Okay, go did Game you, Dungeon. Yeah. Did you guys ever read Valiant hey, Comics? Um, I'm a huge fan of Jim Shooter, but I never read Valiant. It comics. looks like that was, Valiant's coming back. That was during my dark creation. period. Um, of the other uh, 90s take your kids you know take a buddy yeah take a friend who may not who may have a an interest in it because they, it runs the gamut here from old tv shows like um uh my favorite martian to atomic robo which is you know good for kids around 10 and up mm -hmm. uh yo gabba gabba for the younger kids yeah um, and if you're even older than we are um you can pick up a, a copy of graphic elvis and what yeah. i would do so is don't when forget you go there, that to a local store don't just pick up a free book and leave you know patronize them somehow buy something else because the stores you know it's called free comic book day it's free for uh for uh customers it's not free for the stores See, they have to pay a little bit i too. never i never knew that was it a year or maybe two ago yeah. it's like what do you, you know what do you mean that the in the comic book companies aren't just giving these things to the comic stores they actually have to pay for them but on the plus side um Man, I will go into a comic store or two sometimes on free comic book day, and it, whatever they're paying for it, it's worth it. Because it may be advertising, it may be good advertising can get you in the door once, it can't make you come back. But, man, that free comic book day is getting people in that door once. It is doing what it is intended to do. So, from that perspective, um, if, you know, if they're paying 50 cents a book or a dollar a book or whatever, um, they're probably doing, uh, it's a good investment for them. So... Okay. I love it. All right. I'm excited about what's coming up next. Wow. Yes. I'm actually it? I'm actually pretty nervous yeah. about this. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm shaking a I little mean, bit. I, you know, I should be because, I mean, good Lord, it's only one of the most famous names in comic books, period. Yeah, I'm excited. This is going to be a treat. <laughs> Let's get to it, man. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. All right. That'll happen after these messages. Abe, hey, do you like new movies? 
I love new movies. Do you like talking about trailers? I love talking about trailers. Do you like hearing box office results? I love hearing about box office results. On a counterpoint to the new movies, do you like talking about older movies? I love talking about older movies. And do you play games? Sometimes. Well, that's good. Because Out Now with Aaron and Abe features both of us doing all of those things on a weekly basis. Wow. Gee willikers. Out Now with Aaron and Abe. If you've got an hour to kill, then you're in for some fun. The world we know is gone. No Facebook. No Twitter. No smartphones. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Can't get enough Walking Dead TV show coverage? The Walking Dead TV podcast is a show dedicated to the Walking Dead television series. Join five members of the HHW LOD family as they discuss the events of each week's new episode of AMC's hit drama. Topics covered include show news and reviews, interviews with the show's creators and cast members, and comparing and contrasting to the comics without spoiling future plot points. You can find the podcast at walkingdeadtv.com. The Walking Dead TV podcast is a proud member of the HHW LOD podcast network. Here at Half Hour Weekly, we strive to be professional, and we are lucky to have Marvel legend John Romita Jr. on a phone interview today. Unbelievable. Can't wait. This is my favorite artist ever. Big stuff. All right, Brad. we've, We've had Ethan Van Skyvers, and we've had... Steve Englehart. Yeah, we've had some major creators. Yeah. This and one. Without taking anything away from them, this may be the biggest comic creator we have ever had on this show. I'm psyched. It's I'm wonderful. Can you bring him up? Yeah, I'm going to call him right now. And, Bill, what is he most known for? Hang on. Do you want to get into it? No, not yet. Okay. Just wait. I'm nervous. Save it for the show. It's okay. Hello. Hi, Mr. Ramita. How you doing, sir? Oh, fine. How are you? Good, good. Uh, this is a half hour weekly. It's a pleasure for you to be on the show. Uh, Frank, my co-host Frank and Bill are here as well. Mr. Ramita, okay. pleasure to have you on the show. Wow. Um, okay. I just want to say, uh, Mr. Ramita, that it is an honor to be talking to you. I mean, I really never thought that we'd have a chance to talk to someone of your stature, someone who's so well known. It's just, it's really stunning. Uh, okay. Um, let's just let's just get right into it, sir. We don't want to take up your time. What is it like having been uh, one of the most famous Marvel Comics artists for so long, having such a famous father, uh, Mr. Senior? Uh, just, you know, how's it been? Uh, who is this again? This is Half Hour Weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were supposed okay. to uh, have an interview with you um, this afternoon about your uh, work at Marvel Comics. Oh yeah, I I think you may have the wrong number. Really? What? This is uh this is this is, this is John Romita Jr., yes? Right. Uh no, no, I'm sorry. This is Ron Romita Jr. Ron. Huh. Yeah, R O M. Yes. I have to say I I wasn't expecting this. This is a little embarrassing. Um I apologize, huh. sir. Um sorry for the for the mix up and uh you have a pleasant day. How, okay. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks. Bye. I, right. I had a uh, question bye-bye. for him. Brad, I saw. I, I, what happened? I, I gave you the wrong number. I'm terribly Frank. sorry, Brad. Um, Brad, you call. That's the right number. 
And Bill, I, I, uh, could you get me a drink of water? Just real, I know we're on the air, but just could you please get me a Since drink of water? Since when do I get you people drinks of water? Frank. What? Just Bill. I, Bill, could you please? It's your home. Dude, I'm not, I'm not the freaking so, third wheel of the show anymore. All right. So, Brad, because we're going to stop down and get this one. Dude, just do it. Just fine. go. Just uh, I could use one too. And take your phone. All right. I mean, sorry, um, listeners. I'm not sure what happened there, but okay. we will. Actually, that's the correct number, Brad. Okay. John Romita Jr., most known for uh, for Spider-Man, among other. His father was a mm. very amazing very Spider-Man artist. Famous. He's currently uh, not currently currently, but recently he's done some work with the Avengers and Brian Michael Bendis. Um, you know, it's just. Yeah. So it's, let's okay. okay. Let's get it. He I did, think we got the right he had, number. Did some awesome stuff with uh, Daredevil, Frank Miller. You know, Man Without Fear. Mm-hmm. All right, let's. Um, here we go. Here we go. We're gonna get it right this time. All right, awesome. Uh, okay, a little nervous. He um, worked at Marvel for several years. Just very mm-hmm. famous, very famous legend. Yeah, is not too light of a word. Not too light of a word. I'm I'm literally shaking. I think I got the right number. You got it. Dolce Vita. Uh, hi, is this uh, Mr. John Romita Jr.? See, this is a John Romita Romita Jr. Hey, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Romita, how are you? I'm doing quite well. I have a bit giorno pizza, and I'm sipping on a Peroni. Oh, I'm a, I'm a pleased uh to be able to have you on the show this is half hour weekly um oh half hour weekly of course of course uh you you knew we were calling we've we've set this interview up ahead of time and um i'm here with my co-host frank hello mr amita how are you frank is that an italian name (laughs) yeah yes it is mr amita um you know i i have to say i um I recently had. Are the, you from Rome? Uh, no, Mr. Ramita. I'm from I'm from Dallas, and and we, we'd actually had. like to talk yes. about your career a little Those bit. Are my favorite the tomatoes. Um, so um, tell us what it's like being uh, having worked at Marvel Comics for so long and having such a a, a well known famous um, artist father and Mr. Senior. Yes. Oh, it's an amazing thing. He came over and uh, showed Salvador Dali uh, how to paint. And then he decided to take over for the dead carcass of Jack Kirby. You know, um, Mr. Ramita, we are just looking at some of the highlights that are like Wikipedia and, and stuff. And there's a lot of things that you have done that Excuse I would like to refer me. to Excuse that me. are in Wikipedia. I need to my stromboli. Uh, hang on, hang on. Um, before we get into that. Uh, Mr. Amita, I had the pleasure of, of meeting you recently, saying hello and having you autograph some comics, and I don't remember you sounding... Yes, yes, I remember you, Brad. <laughs> you do, you do. Okay. Yes. Um, you were the, the tall gentleman with the spiky blonde hair, and your fly was down. Um, yes, that was me, and you know what, sir, it's, it, okay, it's, it. it's been a pleasure, um... Uh, thank you for, you know, hey, you know, you want to talk about my redesign of the Spider-Man, the costume. Uh, no, you know what? I'm um, sorry. I'm, I'm getting another call. Um, thank you for your time, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm- uh, hello. This is Half Hour Weekly. 
Uh, yeah, this is uh, the real John Romita Jr. Um, from uh, the Marvel Comics. How are you, uh, the Brad? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thank you so much for calling. Um, must have um, must have had the wrong number. Uh, thank you so much for you know having my back on this. Uh, I really appreciate your your calling in. To you and uh, the Frank, you are my favorite part of a week. That's a bill. I don't know uh, uh, what he is doing. Time, right? Uh, yes. Uh, um, no, you broke up a little bit there. Um, I think you said you liked Frank and then me, and then Bill. Uh, you know, but you know, we're not putting. We're not trying to put. Uh, uh, well, I am. I'm. About, I'm not trying to, to start to something because of that. The bill. I first of all, I don't sound like this, okay? And now I'm a painted in the corner, and I have to talk like this. Um, okay. Well, you know, uh, I'm I'm here with my co-host Bill, and um, uh, hey, hey, hey Frank, your water's right there. Spider-Man. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little thrown off. Um, I just again didn't expect a Marvel comics. Yeah. Um, so you're. I got to admit, he doesn't sound like I thought he would. No. Um, thanks for the water. Appreciate it, Bill. Yeah, no problem. I think what Frank. Would what would you know about it, that? It took me a couple seconds. What? Oh, like, like you guys even drink water? All you drink is like. I think Frank went Perry, to Perrier, and and. I have to go. I have something to do involving the mafia. Goodbye. Okay. Thanks for your time. Good lord, that was abrupt. I didn't even get to ask any of my questions. I have a list of two hundred and forty-six questions right here. We should take a break. Yeah, I'm, this is something fell apart. Is that here. tap water, Bill? Yeah. It's, okay. Sorry. We'll be back. Here. It's not. It's not a professional effort, really. We'll be back water. after this. Huh. In a land of digital distribution, there is a time for a feared, emotionally charged historic event, an earth-shattering event so earth-shattering it will change utterly the fabric of Half Hour Weekly and the very lives of Frank A., Brad, and William. Will the Half Hour Weekly boys find that victory is the sweetest thing, or that you reap what you sow? In the episodes to come, you will be witness to... What do you mean the spot's running long and I don't have time for the reveal? Well, that's just poor writing. Stay tuned to the burgeoning Homerian epic that is Half Hour Weekly. Proud member of the HHWLOD Podcast Network. Okay, we're back. That was yeah. uh, it was interesting. Not sure what happened there, but yeah. Uh, so, which one of those was Jr. Jr. Um, you know, we we strive here for professionalism on Half Hour Weekly, and um, if it takes two or three tries, then it takes two or three tries before we finally get it right. So. Yeah, Maybe. Right. Thanks our, for bearing with us. We're on I our guess. third try, Bill. That was, well, I don't know. I mean, this this whole show was a great idea, and you know, corporate decided to push the format on us, and I think we're doing it as well as we can. But you know, frankly, it's a, it's a lot more work. Yeah, Episode we, four will be great. I, I guarantee. We gave that. it the chocolate. The chocolate. We. I'm not sure what, what? that meant. <laughs> I saw something. More down. wine. We'll, uh, we gave it the college try. Yes. Yeah. And, um, the chocolate college try. Yeah. I was really looking forward to speaking to John Romita Jr. Which um, we did, and it was fine. And, yeah. Uh, but I wish we'd gotten to talk more nuts and bolts with him. Yes. Yeah. 
you know, that sound means we have 30 seconds. So, okay. Uh, so with that said. Next week uh, will be better. Next week we will knock it out of the park. Next week will be a professional focused attempt at uh, classic podcasting. It is all or everything next week. It's going to be yeah. epic. It'll be, it'll be a lot better. It'll be a lot better. Right. What makes you say that? Because I'm an eternal optimist. I thought you were a Protestant. I hate this format. Thank you for listening to Half Hour Weekly, the weekly podcast airing weekly on the HHWLOD Podcast Network. Send questions, complaints, comments, criticisms, or complaints to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or call 972-798-3830. Follow us on Twitter at Half Hour Wasted. Hashtag, see you next week. Hashtag, on Half Hour Weekly. Thank you.